and you've got there because you've merged with your higher souls and yeah, that your, yeah. it's your higher soul who's now walking talking breathing and feeling motivated to do sometimes the simplest of things which is to sit and meditate Hello everyone, welcome to our podcast, We're Open. I'm Alicia Power and I'm here with my dear longtime friend, Claudine Silman. And we shoot the breeze around spirituality, around the whole topic of spirit. I'm a spiritual intuitive and Claudine is near the beginning of her spiritual development journey and we answer your questions that you send into us. So I'm going to bring in Claudine. Claudine, Hi. welcome. Thank you. Welcome, welcome once more to this journey we're taking and exploring spirituality with you. Uh, it's just wonderful. So excited. I know. Let's I have know. a let's have let's have a look at this question today. It's going to be Beautiful really question. really interesting. <laughs> okay. So today's question. I often struggle with anxiety about whether I'm doing enough on my spiritual journey and whether I'm traveling in the right direction. Uh, it's a two-part question. So the second part is how can I retain calm gratitude for just being here now? And that is from Anne. So okay. great question today, Alicia. It's a very, very amazing question, a very powerful question. This question really is from someone we can hear this in the question that they're a long time spiritual seeker and they have anxiousness they feel anxious that they're not doing enough that they're not contributing contributing enough that they're not shining their light enough and the second part of their question is so there's the anxiousness and then the second part of the question is how can i maintain a feeling of calm and just being in the moment even though I'm feeling that that anxiousness, that anxiety about it, isn't that amazing? That's just such a yeah, and really, it's... and I really feel that there's so many people, beautiful, long-time spiritual development people that are on their journey, have been on their journey for years and years, for decades, and are feeling this. Absolutely, yeah. I think we can relate, yeah, and. I think it's first to celebrate that Anne is on this journey. She's already in a great, a great place that she's open um, and she's seeking and she's wanting to connect with her soul and spirit guides. So to not beat herself up too much about that because, yeah, she's already on the path. Um, and I think sometimes life gets in the way with, with our other commitments, family, work, career, health. And the anxiety might come from not being able to devote enough time to our spiritual work. Yes, it's... it's um, what do you, you think? Know, I just think it's an enormous question. I, I Honestly, I feel like, you know, honestly, is there any one of us who are on the spiritual path who aren't feeling that, perhaps? You know, it's... That is... I would just want to put that out there because in the yeah. back of our mind, are we sensing that we're not doing enough or we might be doing a lot and exhausted because we're actually contributing a lot but we still have that feeling that we're not doing enough so isn't that interesting I just I just want to sort of pause for a moment because it is such a 
an important kind of hot point that sits quietly deep inside so many of us, I feel, who are on the spiritual path. And this feeling of wanting to shine our light sometimes is not even logical and conscious. Because I just want to say, Claudine, that you and I have talked a lot about in the last four or five or six podcasts about life purpose, soul purpose. Yeah. And we've kind of brainstormed a little bit about how to get clear on that and how to start moving and walking towards that. And you've been talking about ensuring that you've got daily rituals and something that you commit to every single day moving towards that. And we've so we've opened up that topic of getting on the railway track towards yeah. um, expressing your soul light. We've talked about that, haven't we? We have, um, and and I think, yeah, like we were saying, it's um, the anxiety can come in if we don't feel we, we, I guess we want proof if we are on the right track um, and sometimes that might be blocked. Yes. Would you agree? Proof. <clears throat> yeah, well, it's interesting because, I mean, what is fascinating from my point of view, is that there's people who are dedicated spiritual healers, who are teachers, spiritual teachers, and I'm sure that they're still feeling that they aren't doing enough. So that's the interesting little hot point there that, that I just mm. want to point out. And then there's people who, another section of those that are deeply, spir uh, deeply spiritual or deeply interested in spiritual development, who, and I'm not sure if you, you ever feel this, but who feel that they aren't along that track of learning about spirituality enough like they um they might be in their later years their 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 50s or their 60s and they may feel like time's running out and they haven't discovered um enough about these topics that the spiritual development world talks about like ascension or consciousness or oneness or unity consciousness. Some of these goals, you know, in, in Indian um, culture, they talk about nirvana or these permanent bliss states or merging with God consciousness. Yeah. Enlightenment. And enlightenment. So yeah. these are all kind of goals. Aren't we supposed to have merged with God by now? Aren't we supposed to be enlightened by now have we not achieved this by now so the, even the old the, the old timers i was going to say even that those who are quite a long way down the track with spirituality are scratching their heads going but i haven't found it yet so this is actually a really sort of a big yeah. topic to massage versus even people who who are at near the beginning of their spiritual development and going oh my gosh um, I've got to rip this parcel, this birthday gift open to see what is really here, which is my life, you know, and I've got yeah. to do it fast. I've got to rip open the, the wrapping quickly and get to the juicy part quickly because yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm maybe a little bit long way, you know, my time's moving quickly, right? And then there's people who are in their 20s and in their 30s who um, are already really deep in their spiritual development. Uh, maybe they started in their as, as a yoga path or as a Reiki practitioner or and then very quickly have moved very deeply. Sometimes people start yoga and then 
they realize that there's this ancient tradition, 5,000 year old tradition in India, and they go to India and they learn from spiritual masters and suddenly their whole spirituality is cracked open like an egg. You know, it's like, wow, yeah. going into devotion mode um, with incredible, the real spiritual masters, you know, not those that are on the surface, but ones that are actually mm. happy to and are authentic in, in taking you deep into that nirvana space into that god consciousness space and they discover that you know and then get deep more deep more and more deeply into yes. the spiritual path so there's there's so many uh varieties of stages of being on the on that spiritual path and, the, and that golden thread that's traveling right through all of them is how deeply um, blessed are we feeling how deeply and Anne is talking about this how can I, what are some tips and tools to stay relaxed and to stay in the moment, even though I don't feel like um, I'm doing enough? So Yeah, yeah. I, I know my spirit, my spirit guides would love to have a, a bit of input on this. Claudine, have you got something else that you wanted to mention? Um, I think about this? just for me, if you are feeling or you're questioning if you are on the right journey to remember that this I feel the spiritual journey it's never ending it's it's always going to be there for us um, and it's something we can always return to if we are distracted or we haven't found the depth in it that we're wanting uh, we might need to find new resources new resources um, and just take a moment but always know it's there. We can always go back to it and have the faith because that's part of the, I think that the anxiety might be just part of the, the journey. Oh, I love that actually, Claudine, what you just said. Just just that the anxiety might be part of the journey. Yeah, just to be aware mm. and um, be a bit ex more accepting of anxiety doesn't have to be um, so much filled of it in a negative way. So it's just. Um, I love that yeah. you reframed anxiety, right? That right there, reframed it. So, yeah. And and for Anne, I just want to say that um, as she moves forward in her life, that she could reframe that feeling of anxiousness and that niggly feeling of am I am I doing enough as a sacred thing, as a sacred thing, and and wrap that up or approach that see how it's being reframed approach mm. it as holding a precious spark like a candle you've got that beautiful candle in the frame there yeah <laughs> hold holding a precious spark you know how the um the indigenous tribes would travel as nomads holding a little ember because that was going to start their fire right so and they would through they would traverse continents with blizzards in the ice age holding this little ember amazing hey? yes <laughs> on their great great migrations nomadic migrations and holding these these embers because they would start the fire so um, i just want to say you know against all adversity this ember this flame is in our hearts it is deep it's at the core of us and 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 the suggestion is that uh, Anne sees it as sacred and that she walks forward honouring the itch. <laughs> yeah. Honor, honouring the itch. <laughs> honouring 
honouring yeah. this feeling that's a little bit uncomfortable in her. Yeah. And and maybe marrying it a little bit with some of the things that you've talked about previously in the, in the previous podcast, which is how do you support that itch? And you support it by doing something every single day. So you make a decision mm. to do something every single day to support the itch. <laughs> what a funny way to talk about it <laughs> as an itch <laughs> that you can't scratch or that you want to scratch, right? Which is, it's like, but what that itch is so sacred because it's your soul. It's your soul and it's here and the soul is huge. Because sometimes I talk about this in my spiritual development training, that the soul is a vast being of light. Our souls are huge force fields, bubbles of light, huge. And our human self is sitting inside the little force, you know, it, Sorry, our human selves are little inside this huge force field of light. So we're, as we walk and talk and live in our lives, we're sort of walking forward with this huge being of light that we are. And, and so the thing that's creating the anxiousness or the itch or that feeling of, you know, I haven't done enough, I haven't done enough, um, is huge. It's actually huge. <laughs> so it's way bigger than the logic. The logic is not even the 10% because that um, that soul that Anne is, uh, is very determined. Yeah. It's very yeah. determined. You talked about determination. Uh, I think even in um, podcast five, I think it was, near the end. It was, it was yeah. Yeah, and, and you, it, it's we talked about um, feeling our purpose and what it feels like to find your purpose, even though it's a, it can be sometimes found um, almost accidentally or after a long sort of training period, you could say, you know, like a search, or it's actually a training pe period. But when you do find it, it's not, it's quite often, it's not an external thing. It's just an internal feeling. And you talked about it as a private excitement. <laughs> yes, that's right. Yeah, you know. Yeah, and 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 determination. And so I just quickly want to say that the soul, this huge being of light that Anne is, and that all of us are, has unending determination. And so it's really trying to push its foot through the door, and it's really trying to tap on Anne's shoulder, and not letting her settle down, and not letting her look away and it, it's if Anne is feeling this feeling yeah. of anxiousness this huge soul that she is is trying to bring itself in front of her logic to um, to honor Maybe it, it's, to honor yeah it. wanting, wanting her to go deeper or to pause and some of those processes that you and I talked about where we where it's you workshop it where you yeah. you do the journaling, where and, and and it's tying in beautifully with a lot of the conversation that we've had, you know, in the last five or six podcasts, which is the practical steps every day, what to do. So we journal just for fun. We journal for a little bit of feedback. We journal to let our unconscious talk to us. We journal maybe to reveal our dreams. We journal um, 
to let our soul talk back to us. We journal sometimes to let our spirit guides talk to us. And we journal um, our gratitudes. Now, you and I talked about how journaling your gratitudes starts to focus something inside of yourself. So if you're doing it systematically every day, we talked about this, like what starts happening is you're actually workshopping your clarity as you're journaling your gratitudes and something begins to build deep inside about what you prefer and what you don't prefer. And it's the best mirror effect, isn't it? It's like, yeah, because, because you're reading what deep parts of you want versus what they don't want. So in the journaling and as someone like Anne, who's going, I'm feeling anxious because I'm not contributing enough. Uh, in the journaling, if Anne does journaling, what will start to happen is that that anxiousness will talk to her because she'll be journaling about it <laughs> and she'll be reading it. So it's like a part of her will be, will be kind of like letting her know how she's feeling. And this incredible thing starts happening when you're writing something out physically by hand, not, by, not on computer. You talked about that. When you're writing something by hand, uh, you start making decisions about what you're writing about because you're taking the time to focus on what you're feeling. So you're thinking about what you're feeling, then you're deciding to write about it, and then you're reading it. So there's about three or four or five reflection moments <laughs> in the process of writing something down. It and is, as, it's very and when, much. And when you've written it down, um, there's a moment where you're noticing what the truth is, and then you have to make a decision about that truth. So. So there's a huge echo chamber and mirror mirror effect going on. So huge yeah, it's, clarity it's a huge building self, process. Self-reflection, yeah. And I think Anne could bring that in and, and write about what she has been able to do up to this point, all the, the soul spiritual work that she has done and be grateful for that. Um, because when we're, when we're grateful, practising gratitude, we can lose that feeling of lack because we've actually got, we can see, well, we do have so much already. So we want to sort of move that feeling of lack away. And um, because I think the more we're feeling that lack, that causes the unhappiness and the frustration and anxiety. So the gratitude in journaling is really, really good for that, I think. I love that, Claudine. And again, you've pointed directly to the state, to the inner state, right, of anxiousness versus uh, pushing that out or displacing that with a feeling of gratitude because you're focusing on the gratitude as you're re- as you're writing. It's like, That's what right. am I grateful yeah. for? So you have to actually turn your attention onto the feeling of gratitude. That's right, <laughs> and, so and there's always pushes something. It, pushes it out, pushes out the anxiety. It does, yeah, and, there, and there's always something that we can find. Just start, if it's just one thing, start with that and then you'll find it just grows. Um and something oh, yeah. I just want to quickly say, uh, what we're talking about right now is that, uh, and my spirit guides, I can feel them coming straight in and I, I sort of whispering in my ears saying oh, that as you, uh, as somebody is, as Anne is writing out her gratitudes and as you're saying gratitude for all that spiritual development work and that knowledge that she has, her mm. feelings are changing as we're talking about. We're, we're talking about this, like the feeling changes, you start feeling the gratitude. And my spirit guides are saying, and guess what, pregnant pause. Her spirit guides will start coming closer to her 
a little bit like I just noticed that my spirit guys are talking to me I've done 30 wow. years of training with them I can tell when they're coming closer mm. so um, even though Anne may not be used to that and noticing like I noticed but as she's changing her feeling her state into gratitude as she's writing my spirit guides said to me just then that they can come closer to her and start whispering in her ear with ideas and with visions mm -hmm. for herself. And also they can tweak her motivation to actually action some of those visions and ideas. So they're telling me right now to say that the process, it's almost like a ritual. Like you talk about rituals every day. So, and it's one of your rituals, which is writing in a journal. Uh, and they're telling me to say that it's so potent because um, the person who's doing it is doing it for themselves and they can change their state in the process of journaling, right? Yeah. The gratitudes. But also the process and the ritual of writing in your journal and journaling, as they say, thus my spirit guides are saying that that ritual actually is a call for help uh, from the to the worlds of spirit, that all our spirit helpers that are around us. So in that ritual of opening up your book and starting to write, and especially if you're someone who's been into spiritual development for a long time, your spirit helpers are so close to you. Uh, some of you already chat to your spirit helpers really easily, two-way. Uh, but the ritual of taking the time, just like taking the time to meditate, taking the time to journal, this is a moment where your spirit guides come close and they listen to your heart. They listen to your soul as it's writing itself out on paper uh, because your soul is wanting to let you know a few things. It's, it's prompting what you want to write. So your soul's chatting to you through the writing. But these spirit helpers come close and they start interacting with your mind, with your heart, with your soul. It's not a, the, the demarcation between your soul and your spirit helpers is pretty sort of loose, you know, <clears throat> they, they, because it's all energy fields. So your spirit yeah. helpers come in and start sending, sending messages to your soul and also to your deep unconscious and to your feelings. <clears throat> so as you're writing, you're journaling, they're telling me to say they come in and they start wow. helping uh, that person feel themselves differently or think about themselves differently. So there's interaction in that moment from your spirit, spirit helpers. So a moment of journaling can be a sacred moment with your spirit helpers. That's the key Beautiful. point right there. Yeah, just taking that time and lighting a candle and... Um, and just having that beautiful space, um, just committed to that moment. So it's almost like a meditation in itself too. Exactly. Exactly. And in that same sort of feeling and vibration and resonance as a meditation. Yeah. Because of the sacredness of it. Yeah. So it's because a, of the it's a really lovely, lovely way to connect to our spirit guides. Yep. Um, Absolutely. And they're asking me to say, because I'm so online with them, I'm, it's just really fast for me to hear what they're saying. Yeah. They're, they're excited that we're talking about this because anyone can do this. And they're saying that if you're at the beginning of your spiritual development journey or at the end of your spiritual, you know, at the 
further down the track with your spiritual development journey, <clears throat> uh, it's, they're saying it's the same. This process is for anybody. They can, you can open up your beautiful journaling book, start writing, and um, formally let your spirit guides know that you'd like them to, to come and help you in that moment. So anyone can do that. Ask them to be present with you. Uh, and this incredible magic can happen as you're writing. You, you, you might start um, just getting incredibly tailored ideas that so mm. suit your personality and what you know that you love to do. And ideas that might have been dormant for a very long time deep in your heart that you'd forgotten about yeah. suddenly start bubbling up to the surface. And... Um, because they sense deep into our database of our memories and they know who we really are, even from childhood, our dreams in childhood. They can yeah. find all of that and start tweaking it so it bubbles up to the surface and, and suddenly you're, you're getting ideas that are hot, that are warm, that are kind of <clears throat> something that you're picking off the shelf that you hadn't thought of for a very long time and and you feel that it really matches you and you might decide that it's time. It's like suddenly that you're, you're over the hump of, oh, no, that could never happen to, wow, maybe I should start doing that. You know, you've gone over the hump. It's like <clears throat> over a line. Yeah, you start to realise there's um, possibilities, new possibilities and opportunities. Claudia, I just want to describe something that happened to me yesterday, I think. Yeah. I... I was doing something and I was looking at something and I thought, no, I don't, I'm not going to action that. I think I was, I can't remember what it was. <clears throat> and then uh, I was looking at this more and more and more and more. And then suddenly I felt inside of myself a change. And the change was, no, I'm going to do it. <laughs> and I'm just describing wow. that. I'm just describing that as I've slowed that down because... Uh, that's re a really alchemical moment. And I'm sure the Tony Robbins of this world do their firewalking or the the big, yeah. powerful, emotional state kind of things that they do to push people over that line where they actually make a decision to action something. Yes. <laughs> because that's that can change your life in that moment eh, where, you've, where you've actually... We make it that decision. And it's and I noticed it was not a logical decision. It was a feeling decision. It was a feeling moment. Wow, I like that because so so often we can be in our head too much and going with logic and um, to to be connected to that way to, of feeling, I think that's what um, is it's so nice to practice and work on and getting used to getting in touch with your feelings like that. Yeah, yeah. I found it slightly magical. I was yeah. like, because I watched I it happen inside myself, and I thought, amazing. Wow, what just happened just then? You know, it's like, wow. One minute I'm not really deciding to action something, and and then as I was like, I was sort of the touch point. I was still kind of touching whatever it was. I was in, in my mind and on my screen, on my computer screen, and. <clears throat> just looking at something and and then suddenly this feeling started to rise inside of me of actioning it. And I think I'm I think what I'm trying to say is that because I've witnessed this as as mm. you know, thirty years of working with clients and 
um, partnering with my spirit guides. I'm, I'm sort of talking about spirit guides here a little bit <clears throat> and what they can do. Because when you call in your spirit guides, uh, they can do interesting things, slightly magical things. And one of the mm. things that they can do with you when you call them in, if you're writing and journaling, sitting in meditation, another good moment, um, at any moment, actually, is that they can come, as, I'm, as, I, as I said, both of you are a huge field of light, a huge bubble of light, and so are they, right? And, it's, and these yeah. bubbles of light are coming together and are starting to talk and um, connect. Now, the spirit guides are actually sort of technicians with, uh, with light. So they can tweak your, you. <laughs> they can tweak you as that ball of light. They can tweak it. <clears throat> and where I'm leading to here is they can flick the switch where you suddenly are feeling like actioning something. Here's another example. Oh, it's a funny one. I might have mentioned it some other time somewhere else. My little puppy. There are, oh, there are moments, yeah. it's really funny, where he's finished his dinner and I'm standing next to the cupboard where there's more biscuits in that cupboard, but the cupboard is closed and he doesn't need any more. It's like, <laughs> <laughs> and I mean, I think he doesn't need any more, but he's looking at me yeah. and suddenly, I don't know, I've, I've talked to a lot of people about this. I don't really know what happens. <clears throat> and I've made the decision he's not having any more, right? No, that's enough. <laughs> Yet you open the door, <laughs> and then in the next moment, that it's enough has melted completely. Yeah, what happened there? I don't know. And this happens actually regularly. <laughs> and suddenly, <laughs> and suddenly, I am finding my whole body going to the cupboard, opening the cupboard, reaching for the big bag of biscuits, and giving him some. <laughs> yeah, I think he's he's got a. Um... <laughs> A lot of um, power there. <laughs> <laughs> I'm thinking, hallelujah, you know. Yeah. What happened? Just that, who changed the decision to action something? Anyway, I'm just saying yeah. that um, spirit guides. Oh, it's hilarious. Yes, it is hilarious. And uh, anyway, so spirit guides, when you ask for them for help, mm. they can actually, those bubbles of light coming together, they can actually just gently tweak you so that you decide to action something. It's magic there and yeah. it's worth remembering and I think what I'm really saying is ask your spirit guides for help with if absolutely you've, if you've got a goal you know or um, if you're even if you're not seeing yourself for example you might have been a healer for decades and you really want to bust out of some kind of a limiting perception of yourself um, mm. and um, you want to, you feel like, it's a little bit like that question that Anne's put to us, where you feel like you want to do more, where you feel like you want to be seen more or teach more widely, um, etc. So what I'm going to suggest is to ask your spirit guides to break that limitation. Because again, when those two beautiful bubbles of light come together, they can tweak you and they can sort of wipe the windscreen, the window, clear it. So you can see more and feel more about mm. the truth of what you're feeling for where you'd like to be and then even tweak that motivation and decision to step over that line and action something, right? So they can actually move the needle on that feeling to action yeah. something. So that's, I've talked about that quite a bit, but it's important because I, I don't think a lot yeah, of people realise that their spirit helpers can actually do that. And that's I know, it's, it's something that's you know. quite simple. Um, 
and we but we can get distracted as I was talking about earlier in daily life with all our other commitments and not realize how powerful that one one little ritual or practice is to, to stop and speak to our spirit guides and ask them in so it's just it's great to know it and it is magical it is magical and I think you and I've talked about this before too where we forget we forget to ask our spirit guides yeah uh, and and a lot of people watching this podcast know that they have spirit guides <clears throat> um you know you know you've got spirit guides some yes. people who are watching this podcast don't know they've got spirit guides yes yeah. you do <laughs> everyone's got spirit guides around them spirit helpers around them <clears throat> i'm i chat to them for hours every day so i'm really wow. sort of in their world right i i walk through the veil into the worlds of spirit and i hang out with them and i chat with them so it, to me it's as normal some people might think that's strange but for me, it's as normal as talking so normal to, you, for you. to you, Claudine. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and and for a lot of people watching this podcast, they'll go, "Oh my God, that's amazing." <laughs> it but is for me. It's for me, that's truly a gift. I'm 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 blessed that I've got the time. I think yeah. to do it. I do it actually a lot, uh, and I talk about this a lot. It's a great time to talk to your spirit helpers. Is when you're waking up. You haven't even got out. I of was going to ask you: Is there a yeah. certain time that you? That you commit to speaking to them and it's all through the day as well is it or all through the day uh, I sometimes talk about so the really good time is when you've just woken up and yeah you're still in bed and your mind's kind of quiet and your body's quiet and your emotions are quiet and <clears throat> excuse me and um so everything's calm that's a really good moment Mm. And they can, it's like these bubbles of light. One's not very staticky. It's kind of calm. And so the, the spirit helper can sort of find you in the ocean of energy. Right. <clears throat> yeah. They can see you more easily. They can hear you better. Like if you're talking to them, they can feel what you're trying to say to them more, more clearly because everything's calm. It's actually, that's the reason why it's really good. First thing in the morning. Um, and during the day, what I suggest to people is to actually to give yourself five minutes of going horizontal, lying down on a couch, lying down on a bed somewhere, going to your car, sitting in your car and closing your eyes because it gives you a moment to just, it's not necessarily a meditation moment in this case. It's kind of like just a closed eye, let go of everything of the outside world and just calm down and maybe follow your breath and then mm. send a message, send a request, just talk to your spirit helpers because they can hear you, because you've calmed down. See, that's yeah. the point. Yeah, and would yeah. you suggest um, verbally, out loud, or it can be both? It can be just in our mind speaking to them? Just in your mind. Okay. Yeah. And just, and do you have like a conversation with them? Yeah, I do actually. And um, <clears throat> because I can, because I'm so used to having that calmness inside of myself, uh, I can feel the energy from the other bubble talking to me. So, uh, you know, I'm talking to them, I'm sending something to them and they send something to me. So I can actually feel the thing that they send to me. Wow. And so, yes, it's so It's an actual two-way conversation. A actually, that's right. Mm. And I'm used to that. So I've been practicing that two-way chatting, <clears throat> feeling what they're sending back to me, 
for 30 years and I love teaching people about it, yeah. And I've got a beautiful course, um, which is an introductory course, how to start learning how to hear them, you know, what what the information is coming back. That's perfect. On my website called soulmentoring.com. Soulmentoring.com, you'll find it there in the menu under under courses. Um, Yeah, to me that's just really, really important. And for someone like Anne, uh, a conversation where learning how to just quietly close your mind, close your mind, learning how to quietly close your eyes and focus on the inside and calm down. That calmness is so important. And then open up a conversation, a dialogue, where you're actually expecting to feel something coming back towards you. And you begin to get used to noticing where it's coming from. And uh, yes, so it's a two-way beautiful conversation. And someone like Anne, where she may be asking for help with that triggering and that motivation and the actioning and the decision-making, but she may just want a little bit of overview. So sometimes it could be a conversation like Anne could ask, um, can you help me? This is just a request one, I guess. Can you help me accelerate my journey towards my soul expression, my strength, my, the power of my soul expression, accelerate that. And, um, or she, she could ask, she could have a conversation where what's blocking me, what's blocking me. That's a very important moment. If someone asks a spirit guide, what's blocking me from stepping forward faster into my soul expression. And I do want to quickly talk about what will happen in that moment when you ask a spirit guide, what's blocking me? Because that spirit guide is not someone who just talks. The spirit guide, this is very important, the spirit guide is actually an energy healer and a technician around blocks in your light field. So they're a technician with blocks. That's one of the big things they do. So if you say, hey, what blocks have I got? They might not say anything, but in that moment, they will immediately, what they'll do is start looking at your bubble of light. They'll start scanning it and they'll start noticing where the blocks are in your bubble of light. That's one of the big, big, big things they do because uh, Mm. they are kind of master healers. And so a healing means where they will travel into your light bubble and find the light and actually delete it and dissolve, sorry, sorry, the block and delete it and dissolve it. They'll just dissolve it. And this interesting, strange thing happens afterwards is that, and then they separate away again, but you as that bubble of light start thinking differently and feeling differently. It's like you haven't got a hesitation or a doubt anymore. Mm. from that moment onwards you're not in that limited box anymore yeah so the, I imagine it's a lightness and um an inner knowing there's there's a difference in the way you, you think afterwards in the yeah. way you, your state is different afterwards that's a really important one and uh so I'm going to recommend 
to anyone who's feeling that to actually have a moment like that with your spirit helpers like where you're I'm sort of creating these bubbles with my hands right where where you're where you ask your spirit helper to look at the block that's causing a doubt about yourself or causing you to feel like you're spinning your wheels where the big part of you wants to push forward but another part of you somehow feels stuck so there will be a block and it won't be the logic doesn't understand where that block is and so your spirit helper will very quickly just scan to see it's a little bit like software like where you've got a little bit of a viral bit of rogue virus sitting in the software and it's causing a shutdown somewhere and the outcome the result is that us as a human are spinning our wheels on something we're just not we can't see past something we're not allowing ourselves to feel more expanded Um, and to them it's just that bit of software so they will just see it and delete it and so and suddenly the system the computer system's working better we get get reprogrammed (laughs) yeah and suddenly you're not feeling limited you're going oh yeah i'll do that i can do that fantastic i can take that first step or i'll start or you just might feel prompted to take a first step to educate yourself about something whether it's setting up a business better or more being more educated about your business or more systems online or I don't know whatever it is yeah having clarity (laughs) and things become clear all of a sudden and um, you just work a lot lot more effective that's right exactly so there's a lot of benefits with talking to your spirit guides and spending time with them they sure are (laughs) and I just want to mention that that um, that moment during the day where you lie down or you sit in your car uh, lying down is better than sitting up lying down that electromagnetic field, that force field, that bubble of light that surrounds us calms way down. It's like um, you, you, you get out of your logic and out of your head much faster if you go horizontal. Right. Um, your emotions calm down. Your thinking calms down. Everything's like all your thoughts and emotions are like waveforms that you can pick up on an EEG monitor. And all of that, instead of being like this, they kind of calm out. And so if you lie down, give yourself that moment, five minutes, 10 minutes of lying down um these spirit helpers can come close and they can start if you ask them to they can start looking for blocks and deleting those blocks so that's a really rich five ten minutes that can rewire you yeah so good to know alicia i know claudine i really recommend people take that on board and actually um, make it part of their daily um rhythm yeah yeah so easy to to take that time just a a nice little ritual that they can add into what they're already doing absolutely so what about the last part of that question claudine yeah so Anne mentioned how can i retain calm gratitude for just being here now so just so um, being in the moment yeah being in the moment so apart from asking your spirit guide to help you stay calm that's actually quite a, for me, just quickly, that's actually quite a big one. Like, of course I would say that, right? <laughs> just ask your spirit guide to help you calm down. But the reason I'm actually just pausing on that just for a moment and, and amplifying it a little bit is because the the feeling of disturbance is very deep. It's not just, 
something that someone said at work or um, or that we've got a too long a to-do list and we're stressed by it you know it's not that this is a soul level ache so it's really yeah. big right yeah. and that's why I'm pausing on the spirit helper moment because it really is something at that level where you need to ask a spirit helper to help with your soul ache um, it's at their level that they yeah can come in and, and make a change for you in the rewiring. Uh, so, you know, we could say, hey, meditate. That's, a, that's definitely powerful. Calming down all your wiring, right? Just cooling everything down and just doing a lot of that. But, but what Anne's asking really is a connection with spirit where she can have communication, dialoguing. I do recommend people watching this jump into my website, soulmentoring.com, and go up to courses and, and see that introductory course to start talking with your spirit guide because um, the soul is aching for communication. It's asking for conversations with uh, teachers, with mentors who see you as a soul and treat you as a soul. You know, Yeah, they treat you as a human, but they are more treating you as a soul. So it's like the soul ache. They want to address that. They want to say, yes, we see you as a soul. We, we know that in this lifetime you want to achieve something or your soul wants to achieve something. You know, it, it's mm -hmm. sometimes, sometimes I, I'm going to be a little bit, controversial here sometimes the soul wants to travel and it is a little bit about those journeys we take to India and in front of spiritual masters and want to travel to sorry and want to take the journey into deep merging with God consciousness with the energy the bliss of just the God source you know it's about that it's about uh, that oneness uh, that that um unity consciousness that that feeling of nirvana it's it's that's what the soul yeah. is actually hungry for it's yeah. it's wanting to be one with god source and that's its marriage that it's looking for right it's wanting to go as high as it can and touch as high as it can in the worlds of spirit and be merged with its own higher self its own higher soul um, so that the so that your soul sort of grafts down into your human self and you become that and live with that and from that in your life so that you're with every breath you're just in soul mode mm. and that's probably what Anne is talking about in terms of fulfillment and I'll, what I'll quickly want to say is that at that level and at that's that point you're not really worried too much about what you're doing because you are that. You're in it. You're just, it's an inner journey. It's an inner process. You've taken a long inner journey and you've got there because you've merged with your higher souls. Higher soul. <laughs> and yeah, that your, yeah. it's your higher soul who's now walking, talking, breathing. And feeling motivated to do sometimes the simplest of things which is to sit and meditate sometimes the simplest of things is to interact with someone in the grocery store but it's your higher soul you're in that merged mode so just painting a picture there for people watching this that that is actually what Anne is probably aching for rather than mm. running around doing anything on the outside it's like 
It's a private marriage of heart, soul, God and beingness in that merged. Such good points there, Alicia. <laughs> Just want to say, because after doing this for 30 years, for 40 years as a spiritual teacher and 30 years as a channel and a spiritual intuitive professionally and my own inner journey chatting to spirit guides for 30 years that's the journey the journey is an inside journey 